Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Welcome to episode 191, Masculine and Feminine Energy for Success with Susan Frero. Before I get into this episode, I want to remind you that our Psychic Medium Retreat is coming up on April 23rd to April 26th, 2023. If you'd like more info, we have a few spots left. Go to lindsaymarino.com. Okay, now getting back to the show. I loved interviewing my friend Susan Ferrero on a much needed topic, rebalancing our energy for success. Susan speaks about true burnout and what causes it. She also speaks about how our unconscious beliefs and how at times they can cause us to feel all in extremes in our masculine energy and then forces us to go all out just to recover. And there's so much more that you don't want to miss. So we hope you enjoy the show. Guys, I'm so excited to welcome my friend Susan Ferrero today. She is the founder of easydoesit.com and she's the creator of the Easy Money program. And today we're going to talk all about how Susan got into her work and the people that she connects with and so many other amazing things. So Susan, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I love doing our chats. Me too. I love it too. Um, So I really want to talk before we even get into um, everything that we're going to talk about today. Can you tell us how you even started with creating a brand around these topics? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, how I started was what got me into money isn't actually what most people would think. I actually had a very successful career in the fashion industry and made a lot of money, was very successful. And when I got everything that I wanted, I created everything very deliberately with all of my mindset and manifestation skills. I'm a mindset manifestation uh, manifestation coach, have been for many years. And <clears throat> I used all of those techniques to create a lot of success as a designer in the industry. I worked for major brands, DKNY, Banana Republic, and then um, my dream job, which was Kate Spade, New York, where I was design director for all of handbags. And I, I kept pushing myself to go further and higher in my career, not because of money, but because I was actually seeking freedom. And in that quest for freedom, I kept thinking, okay, money is part of freedom, right? Once I finally get to director, then I'll be free. But what I was really chasing and and wouldn't realize for many years was the freedom of creative expression, the freedom of self-expression. So when I finally got to the top and the pinnacle of my career, and I was so burnt out, I had burnt out numerous times. And <clears throat> I was really burnt out. And I was just looking around, looking at the two women who worked above me, who you know, I love dearly and learned a lot from them, but I didn't want either one of their jobs. And I just didn't want any of what I deliberately created. And I was like, why have I gotten everything that I wanted? And I am still so miserable, more trapped than ever, because now I had this sense that 
I have to keep doing this, working the way that I'm working in order to maintain this level of success, financial and otherwise. And it just was not sustainable what I was doing. And so I really didn't know any other way of working. You know, I had been a high achiever and really that type A personality all throughout my career since school. You know, I feel like I I was kind of groomed that way and just like ran with it. And I just couldn't sustain it anymore. And I didn't want to. I It like made me sick to even think about it. So I entered the online world mm-hmm. via health coaching. I went to IIN. I had so many issues from all of the burnout. So I got really into nutrition and healing and all of that stuff. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to start this brand called W2F Should I Eat? Uh, com, And it was all about healing and food and nutrition. But at the time, what had worked for me up to that point was no longer working. It was like my body was rejecting everything about not just the food, but the way that I was actually living and being in the world. And I found myself dreading my coaching appointments with people. I dreaded writing the blog post. It took me like, I remember just so much money and so much time and painstaking effort to create the website and get my first blog post and like free freebie out there. Like it took me like a week to write one blog post. Right. And nowadays this is relatable to a lot of people. Oh, totally. Yeah. It was such a push and I couldn't do it. And I, I sent out my first blog post and just scrapped the whole thing. I was like, I cannot work this way anymore. I realized that I fell into the exact same patterns that I had in the fashion industry. And I was like, I need to, I need to change something. I can't live this way. I can't do it. You know, it's miserable. I'm a creator and a designer at heart in everything that I do, whether it's fashion or what I do now, that is my core. I always feel like I'm an artist and an entrepreneur. And there was no way that I wanted to go through life working and living that way. So I started, I had this like crossroads where it was like the health coaching, but in some of my sessions, we would start talking about the law of attraction and start talking about mindset and personal development and, you know, just following your dreams and your truth and all of that. And I noticed like when that was the session, I would light up I would feel so alive, so charged. The person would feel so charged. And it was a very different experience than when I was just kind of like transferring health information. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And so I was like, this is this is what I want to do. But there was this feeling inside of me that was like, okay, I know I can make money with the health stuff. I had people on wait, wait listed before I even launched it. I had clients. It was so easy to me to see a path of financial success with the health stuff, the same way it was with fashion. I fell into fashion because I originally grew up my whole entire life. I just wanted to be a star. I wanted to move to New York City and be a star. I didn't know what that meant, but I loved dancing. I love singing, maybe acting. It, I actually didn't like that, but I love the dancing mm-hmm. and the singing and fashion. Th- those were my three loves of wearing clothes. And so I did that right after high school. I moved to New York and in doing that, of course, I didn't know how to become a star. There was no path laid out for me. So it was a lot of uncertainty. And I was only 19 years old. And as I, you know, worked my seven jobs just to take dance classes or whatever, things started to get really hard and really expensive. And I remember across the street from one place that I was working, 
um, I would see all of these little fashion girls outside of fashion school and be like, man, they have such a clear path. They have so much clarity around, you know, they're going to go to school They They know they can get a job. Like it was that clear path that I was longing for. And I gave up my stardom for fashion school. And so I went all the way through fashion on that clear path, but it wasn't actually my path. So even yeah. though it seemed easier, it actually ended up being so much harder. And the same thing, I was presented with that same fork in the road with health coaching and mindset coaching. And I was like, who's going to pay me for the law of attraction? I mean, nowadays you see manifesting coaches yeah. everywhere, but this is back in 2013, 2014. <clears throat> and we around the time that we connected, right? Yeah, it was exactly. around that time. Yeah. Right around that time. And you know, not a lot of people were talking about it, especially yeah. as it relates to business and all of that in our world. So I couldn't totally see how I could make money with it, but I knew in my heart that was when I felt most alive. That was what I wanted to talk about. So I just scrapped all the branding, all the money down the drain, and I just threw up a quick site. Everything happened so fast when I chose this path, threw up this quick site, started blogging weekly, started just you know helping people in the different groups I was in and coaching in this way, and it started flowing for me. And over the years of doing that, I realized, because I wasn't totally aware of what was happening yet, but I realized anytime I aligned with that truth, things would flow, things would yeah. feel easy. And when I say easy, my brand Easy Does It and my program Easy Money, they're both spelled E-A-S-E hyphen Y, which to me, yes, encompasses easy, but ease is so much more than just easy because ease comes from truth. Mm -hmm. So whereas when I was in the fashion industry and going into the health coaching industry, it seemed easier up front, right? But yeah. in the long term, it was so much harder because I wasn't aligned with my truth. And as soon as I chose my truth, even though it was so scary at times and uncertain at times, and I didn't know how I was going to make money at times, it would always unfold and work out for me as long as I was staying aligned to that truth, which is the trick, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah being on that frequency. Exactly. It's powerful. So it's funny because you said something at the beginning about how you could, you found yourself going into those ways of when you were a fashion designer, like the, yeah. that burnt out feeling, it started to show up in the business mm -hmm. and you wanted that sense of freedom. And I, I find a lot of entrepreneurs, they think they're leaving one thing to get the freedom to do the exactly. thing. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. they're falling into those old patterns. So can you kind of talk about that too and 100%. share like, cause you work with a lot of women around the world talking about, you know, how do you go from burning out in those old patterns? And we've spoke about this before, and I know you yeah. believe in like the childhood connections. Can you talk oh, about absolutely. that? Yeah. So, um, where should I start? So <laughs> let's start with what I call the red zone. Yeah. Now the red zone is a name that I've given, to a way of behavior where we are seeking an emotional experience from the outside. <clears throat> so this is very much rooted in childhood traumas and adverse experiences where we've learned that we need to be certain things, our identity, right? Or do certain things to receive love or validation. Yeah. That we're safe to be in our tribe. 
<clears throat> tribe, you know, this is right. a very primitive part of our biology that is still there with us. Right. Mm -hmm. So in, in having those beliefs and, um, around who we need to be, right. We want to be the good one, or we want to be, you know, right. Right. In order to receive that validation. And now this is on a very deep and can be very unconscious, right. It was for me yeah. for a very long time. And it is for many people where this it's really conditioning that if I do this, I am safe. I get the love, right. If I be this and by being, I mean, like if I, be the type of person, if I am not mean, then people will love me. If I am not weak, then people will love me. If I am independent, then I am safe. This is a big one with yeah. the women that I work with, right? We are, we have been conditioned to believe that independence is the freedom and the safety, right? So we resist dependence. And in yeah. doing so, it creates this back and forth it's really duality, right? Coming from the ego mind that wants to keep us safe, but it's this back and forth of all in extremes and then forced to go all out to recover. And that's what's happening when so many of us are experiencing burnout. We've gone all in really into our masculine energy, which we can talk about in a second, yeah. for too hard for too long. And because of that, our body our whole entire being needs to balance that out by going the opposite direction. Right. And we start to get sick and we're exhausted and we have all these kinds of autoimmune issues and adrenal and thyroid issues and chronic fatigue syndrome and eventually degenerative disease if we don't get on top of it. And, and it's coming from being so out of alignment where, and we're always in alignment with something, but being so out of alignment with our soul, the truth of who we are, right? Being out of integrity. And yeah. when I speak about integrity, I mean, integrated. So when we feel like we need to be a certain way to receive that love, we are now cutting off parts of ourselves because we all can be all of it and we all need to be all of it in different circumstances, right? So we're cutting off parts of ourselves that really puts us in a place of lack on a very deep level, right? So when we feel lack, we go into survival mode. When we go into survival mode, we start seeking for whatever that unmet need is, whether it's emotional or physical, and it can and ab absolutely is both when you're in survival mode. Um, we start seeking that from the outside and we want to bring it in like you, you're hungry and you want to eat food, right? Yeah. Well, we need love to feel safe and connected in order to feel peace and feel free to be who we are. So without that missing or with that missing unconditional love, the absence of conditions, the absence of judgment around who we really are, um, when we're feeling totally accepted, we feel safe and connected and we can feel free to be who we are. And without that, we will start seeking approval in different ways, right? Or we will feel the need to prove ourselves. Sometimes it can feel like a lot, like this was how I was. And a lot of the women that I work with have this like underlying resentment, like, fuck you, I'll show you. And we feel very <laughs> rebellious and we're the mavericks, right? And we're like, the don't tell me I'm not good enough kind of vibe. And we might yeah. not even be aware of it. We might think like, oh, we're just rebels. You know, we're, we're the ones on the, we're going to make the change happen or whatever, but really underneath it's this pain yeah. and it's, it's a resentment 
of not ultimately not being seen, not being seen for who we are. Right. This is so interesting because I, so I'm listening to you speak and, you know, like the rebel side that you mentioned for mm -hmm. me, when I first started doing this working, putting myself, I, I went out from third grade teacher mode mm -hmm. to being online. So I always wanted to to say the right thing or yep. to make sure I didn't like ruffle anyone's feathers. So if I disagreed with someone, I even watched an old webinar that I did just recently because I was sending it to someone that lost um, someone. And I said, here, you can watch my um, webinar. This might help you, but just want to let you know, this is from 2016 or whatever year it was. And I was like cringing yeah. at how I was communicating with my people that were on my webinar. They enjoyed it, but I heard myself like, probably apologize 10 times and try to include everyone in the conversation. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I was doing it so opposite that I wasn't in alignment with my truth because I was trying to be so cautious on making people feel comfortable mm -hmm. or, you know, all of, I, it seems like it was all about them, but really it was all about me because yep, I exactly. didn't want to be judged. I mm -hmm. wanted to be accepted. I didn't want them to misunderstand me. And in actuality, it went against my truth. So it's reminding me of, of what you're sharing too. And that's, that's the other side. And that's what happens is we, none of us have just one of those sides. Yeah. We all have all of it. And when we're in that red zone of going so far in one direction, life, the universe, our body is going to naturally try to balance us out and push us. So in an, in an effort to be so extremely independent, yeah. we often end up in a situation where we become quite dependent, whether that's because of your health or financial situation or right. whatever it is from years of pushing the other way, there's a part of you that's like, no, I am not going all in again on my work because you're not taking care of me. And I can't trust you to stop and take care of me because you're on this mission to prove yourself, right? So then you have this battle inside of you where you have this part of you craving so hard to be taken care of and to be supported. And you'll often find yourself what we resist persists, right? Is right. being in situations where you feel that way after yeah. so much of your life, identifying as the person who is not that. Yes. It makes so much sense. Yeah. So, okay. What would you say to the people that are kind of, you know, they're trying to balance their masculine energy and they're trying to balance their feminine energy when it comes to also, you know, being successful, but also feeling like they're in balance. Like what types of habits have you talked about with the people that you've worked with? Cause I know that, you know, your program, um, the easy money program, it really deals with a lot of this. So what types of things do you do to support those women? I, well, first of all, you have to really become like everything I'm telling you is something that has to actually be realized by you. They call it self-realization for a reason, right? So the tools yeah. in easy money are there to bring up all of your shadow. There's a lot of shadow work. There's a lot of, which are the parts of you that have, be, that have been unconscious. The, traits, the behaviors, the beliefs, all of the things that have been, been unconscious. We, we, the first phase of the program is all about that clarity. So something that my women really struggle with is they think they're very unclear and 
they may spend years, as I did, flip-flopping all over the place, thinking like, is this really what I want to do? Am I doing it right? Is this the right thing to say? Am I really clear? And what they start, they'll have moments and bursts of inspiration where they're like, this is it. I know it's up. I'm all in or whatever. But a little bit of doubt starts to creep in and they might not even be aware of it or they might be aware of it. And it starts that spiral of overthinking, right? So if you're an overthinker, join the club, right? (laughs) So you start overthinking everything that you want to put out, everything that you want to do, and it stops your flow versus when you're following that inspiration. It's like, boom, boom, boom. You have momentum. Things are flowing. Things are going. But if you don't trust it yet and you don't trust yourself yet, that doubt creeps in and you start, it starts to present itself as a lack of clarity. Yeah. That makes sense. It does. It all connects. Yeah. And, and so what for years I thought it was so unclear, but what I realized was that actually wasn't unclear. I wasn't confident. I was so used to being so confident in what I used to do, but now I was moving into something else. And I was actually, instead of seeking clarity out there, scrolling in our news feeds or buying more courses or reading more books, I was actually seeking validation for what I really wanted to do. I knew what I really wanted to do. It was really simple. I love talking about what we're talking about now. I love empowering women. I love sharing the healing tools that I've learned. This is what I love to do. I always knew that. Did I value it was the question. Did I believe in it was the real question. So in my program, I really help women to see this for themselves, to see they actually are clear and to show them how to, everything is a mirror. You can't get away from it. And once you understand how to read your reality that way, you never actually have to feel unclear again. Because what most of us are trying to get clear on are the hows. It's the path right? Like how I couldn't see my path when I was trying to switch to mindset coaching or talking about manifestation. I couldn't see that clear path. I wanted to know how it was all going to happen. That's not for me to be clear on, right? For me to be clear on is what I want to do and to choose it. And that that is such a big one. Totally. That's even people like sometimes they'll get readings and they're like, I know I want to do this, but I don't know how, like they can't see past that point. Right. And then it feels confusing, but it's, it's not when you understand that. Totally. Because what's, what's happening is that feeling like you don't know how, or you're unclear on that makes you not fully decide and commit to what you really want. Yes. And without that commitment, that path can't unfold. And so that starts to create that all in, all out. You try some things, things are working for you. You start to doubt, you overwork yourself, you overthink, and now you have to recover and you don't want to look at your business again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and so then the, the money starts to drain, right? So then the, you you have a full bank account from doing all of that crazy stuff, but now the money is starting to dip and you're nervous. So now you have that sense of urgency and you're like, shit, I have to go all in again. I do it again. The doubt comes. And, and, and it's this horrible all in, all out cycle. And even though you may be making money, it's not sustainable. And that's where the right. masculine and feminine balance comes in because it's about learning how to really, it's really about your self-trust, right? Trusting in yourself, trusting in life to yeah. give you the house, the universe to give you the house and have your back and support you, trusting other people to have your back and support you while you trust in yourself to believe in yourself, what you're here to do and really go all in on that 
so you don't have to go all out. I love that. It's so, it's so true. And it's funny because it's almost, I work with so many, you know, how I work with psychic mediums and and healers. And Mm -hmm. this is the theme. This is the consistent theme of people feeling like they might not even feel like they're doing enough and and they are doing enough, you know, Mm -hmm. they are doing enough. And, and when you mentioned the confidence thing, I think about mediumship and a lot of mediums that are doing the work, there's moments where they might not feel confident giving their mediumship reading. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, am I supposed to do this? And they start overthinking it. Mm-hmm. And it's the confidence piece. It's not that they don't want to do it, but right. it's exactly what you're sharing. So yeah. this makes so much sense. And I know this is going to bring so much value to, to everyone too. So I want to ask you after working with the people that you've worked with in, in the program, what results have you noticed that shift that's happened with them or have they come to share with you? Cause I, I know some well, of your people and I've seen the results, but I'm just wondering like what they've shared after working through this. I want to, before I say that, I want to touch on one thing that is you said that triggered like the most important piece of this that I haven't mentioned yet. You said they feel like they're not doing enough. Yeah. And so when they feel that that's kind of the problem, like our value has been attached to how much we produce, how much we do, how hard it is, how much time it takes. And instead of realizing, no, the value is, for example, for me, it's in the way that I coach, it's in the way that I teach, it's in not just the tools that I'm giving people, but the actual way I do it, my energy, right? There are people who need to hear this from me. And I'm sure you have coaches and healers and mediums and, and the like in your audience. And there are people who need to hear it from you. And there are people who need to hear it from me and you, right? So the value is in when you are following your inspiration in spirit, you are coming from a whole integrated place, right? You are aligned with an abundance of, of abundance. When you are not coming from that place and you feel like you need to do more or deliver more or you're you're tired but you're pushing yeah. and you're trying to get that money to bring that money in like it's p- not part of you you yeah. are coming from a place of lack and you, you will attract different customers you will attract you can make money that way but it it will be very hard to sustain especially for a woman um a biological woman and you're not ever going to feel the freedom that you will feel if you are creating from that whole place. So it's not about doing more. It's about who you are being. So being value attracts value, not doing value. Right. And, and this is, this is what um, a big part of the class that I was going to mention is about, you know, we're told give more value, give more value, give more value. You can clearly see (laughs) that, There are plenty of people who give a lot and they don't get anything in return. That is not how it works. It's you give to you, your cup is full. And now you are treating yourself as you are valuable. And now you can receive value. It is from that belief in your own value that you become a match to value in a way that is healthy for everyone. It's a win, win, win versus give and take transaction, win, lose. Yes. I love that. And it reminds me like what you're sharing, it's making me think about, you know, 
in our society and so many things out there, there's like always an award to receive or always, yeah. you know, a certification to get, which is fine. You know, certifications yeah. and awards, that's great. Yeah. But it feels exciting for the moment. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden that feeling's gone. So you right. might get all excited. It could be to even publish a book, you know, mm-hmm. and you get excited about that. And you're like, oh, I can't wait to print it and publish it. And you think it's going to be a different feeling than it is. And you miss the moments leading up to it. I feel like that's a lot of disappointments that um, the psychic mediums and healers receive is they're getting these awards, but, and they're doing the next thing they're doing the next event, but they're waiting for that, that high. Right. And it comes and then it goes. So with what you're saying about the value, bring Mm -hmm. your own value. The other stuff is just an added bonus. Exactly. Valuing you. Most of your life, most of your life is the process, not the reward. Yes. And something that I always say um, to my women and something that I try to live by and that I teach in Easy Money and all of my programs is relaxing and having fun is the way, not the reward, because we're waiting till when I get there, then I can relax and have a good time. Right. And and you never get there because there's always something else. So you spend your whole life pushing, 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 pushing. When yeah. really relaxing and having fun is your highest state. Now you can receive inspiration. You can receive abundance. You are in receptive mode. You're in the feminine. Yes. So I teach people how to create a business that way. I love that. And that's the most important thing because it's less energy to do it that way too. Exactly. When you're it, having fun. It's fulfilling. It's fulfillment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So this is a lot of great information. I want to ask you, cause you have some things coming up. Yeah. Um, can you tell me, well, first tell me anything that any big story that you want to share that sticks out to you, that connects to your client that has gone through the program that you feel like would be beneficial to hear, um, or anything you notice for a shift in the women that you've worked with. Cause I know you probably have so many different stories. The shift that happens is they're really gaining it's almost like I'm teaching freedom. So yeah. they're, they're really gaining, they feel very overwhelmed and unclear. They're overthinkers. They um, are high achievers and don't always know how to stop. Right. It's a, it's a lot. And then they'll go all out and they don't know how to start again. So yeah. what these tools are doing for them and have done for a lot of the women that have gone through it and, and implement it is that, you know, they naturally have more time and money because they're now prioritizing their energy versus when we prioritize money, we long for time. We burn ourselves out, start longing for energy. Then we'll go all out and we have, okay, now we have time, but we still don't, we're still burning ourselves out by doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. So this helps them balance that so they can make money in a new way. It's really, when I started this conversation off, I was like, I got into money, but it's not how most people um, it's not, a, like, so, sometimes I say it's a money program for women who've made money. Yeah. You know, cause it's not about like getting over your money blocks and, you know, learning how to make money. It's about learning how to make money from valuing yourself. It's a whole new way of making money versus making money in, um, even like manifesting in a masculine paradigm where you set your intention and you have the will and you make it happen. It's not, right. it's not about that. I love that. I love it. <laughs> Makes so much sense. Um, okay. So I want to ask you, what do you have coming up? Um, so mm-hmm. can you tell us your website and anything that's coming up? 
Yeah, sure. So my website is easydoesit.com and it's E-A-S-E hyphen Y doesit.com. And I have a free class coming up at easymoney.com. You can find it at Easy Does It, but it's also, if you just go to E-A-S-E hyphen Y money.com, there's a free class where I'm going to go deeper into all of this and what it takes to turn it around and all of that good stuff. Oh, that's exciting. Okay, <laughs> perfect. And then you're on social media. Um, where where can they find you there? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Susan Ferraro. Um, and where am I on? I'm on Facebook. <laughs> my, <laughs> my page is Susan Ferraro on Facebook. <laughs> awesome. And I have one last question that yeah. I ask everyone that we've interviewed. If today was your last day, what would you want to be remembered for? What would I want to be remembered for? Um, it's funny. My bravery. I love that. Your bravery. Mm-hmm. I hope that inspires people to have the courage to go their own way, even when people call them crazy and do what they know is true for them in their heart. Love it. Thank you so much, Susan, for being Thank here. You. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day. 